Hello, this is Kyle Jenkins, and this is the Loving All Peoples podcast, a podcast about connecting the church to the unchurched. So today, I really just wanted to share my story so you can get to know me, get to know my heart, get to know what we're all about. My wife and I have run a ministry for almost 20 years now, and we have loved and reached some of the most unloved and unreached people groups in our city here in Dallas, Texas. We've worked with all different types of religions and people groups. This would mostly consist of Islam, Hinduism, and Buddhism. We have worked with people in lower-income communities. This would include gang members, drug addicts, alcoholics, and the mentally ill. We have worked with people stuck in the sex industry. This would include going into brothels that are all over our cities and building relationships with the women. We have also gone in and loved people in the gay community, which Dallas has one of the bigger gay community populations in the United States. We have worked in the HIV community, and we have even worked with people in the transgender community. So take a moment and think about all these people groups. Do you see them in your churches? Do you think they're wanting to come to our churches? Of course, I know stories of some of these people come into a traditional church, and that's great. But for every one, there's probably hundreds and even thousands who don't. And we are going for those who don't. When someone asks me, what do we do? I usually respond by saying, we work with people who typically would never enter a church. And we give them the opportunity to learn about God in their own environment. Much of what we do and how we reach and love others comes from my church story. The first thing I want to make absolutely clear is that we're not against traditional church. The point of me telling my story is twofold. To give non-Christians something they can connect to, and it's for people who consider themselves followers of Jesus who do not feel like they fit in the traditional church, and they need an identity. I can honestly say I identify with both because I was a non-Christian who didn't feel like they fit in the traditional church. And after I started following Jesus, I still didn't feel like I fit. So my story is I just grew up trying to find myself like many of us. I was having hard times in life and I was just searching for answers. I was hurting like so many people and I aided my pain through a destructive lifestyle. I was not connected to God or really had a desire for him growing up. When I would go to church, I just couldn't feel the connection. Like most people, I thought, in order to be a Christian, I had to attend a traditional church. When I would go, I felt no connection. I felt out of place. I didn't connect to the type of music that was playing. When I was in church, the music was extremely foreign to me. In those days growing up, it was mostly choir music. As time went on, music became more contemporary, but still wasn't close to anything I was familiar with. I didn't seem to fit in with the people there. Everyone was dressed nice, and I certainly didn't dress the part. I used to hate dressing up, and I still do. I didn't connect with the speaker. It was always a guy much older than me, and his talks were way over my head. 
I didn't know the basics of Christianity. But when I think about it now, I honestly think it was just a cultural issue, a difference of preference. I wasn't in my culture when I went to church. I wasn't better than anyone. They weren't better than me. We were just different. But what was my alternative? I didn't have one. My cultural understanding of being a Christian was that I had to go to a traditional church on a Sunday morning. With all that said, an incredibly important seed was planted in me. My parents sent me off to this Christian sports camp. This was really the first time I felt connected to God. I loved the people there. I received so much love. I got a lot of one-on-one attention from my counselors and met many kids just like me. I connected to the sports aspect. At the time, sports was really my identity or at least the only thing I thrived in. But there I heard about God from people who I had a relationship with and finally a seed was planted in me. I believed in God and I felt his love. Of course, like so many people's experiences at camp, that feeling of connection with God often leaves you when you get into the real world. And I would start my destructive lifestyle all over again. In my high school years, I was hurting really bad. I was depressed. I could feel myself slipping into a dark place. I started to feel desperate. I couldn't take this lifestyle anymore. After a party one night, I actually went home early and went into my room and just started weeping and crying out to God. I missed the God that I'd felt at that sports camp. I cried and cried all night. And then by morning, I felt so much hope. I felt like I had made a life change. But now what? I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to turn to. And I sure wasn't going to go to church. So I tried getting connected to this school ministry. The leaders there told me they were pretty shocked when I showed up at their pickup basketball game at the house where this ministry was happening. They would always joke with me that I was on their prayer list, but they were afraid to approach me which didn't really shock me because I was pretty notorious for getting in trouble in this community. I made some great friendships there, and I made a lot of headway with God. But like so many people, I would fall away when temptation came. But I kept coming back. But his high school ended, so did this ministry experience. I graduated and went to college, and I started to try to live for God on my own with maybe a few friends. But we didn't know what we were doing. I felt myself slipping again. And one night, I I remember feeling desperate. And God gave me this feeling that something big was going to happen. And it did. That week, two friends of mine died in a car accident. And I was crushed like so many people. My faith was crushed. And this led into some of the darkest three years of my life. And that's the only way I can explain it. Just dark and full of sin an extremely lonely place. I really had no connections to Christians, and I just fell away completely. But that seed was in me from that sports camp. I would always hope to get back to God. Three years later, I attempted to find God by joining that same high school ministry that I had gone to, but this time I was a leader. I really had no business being a leader at this time, but I was desperate. I would co-lead a Bible study with this buddy of mine, 
who I actually met at the sports camp. He was my old camp counselor. He was really ministering to me as I was trying to minister to kids. But I was still hurting and living two different lifestyles. Then one night he asked me to go to this home group. Of course, I didn't want to go. I didn't know what it was. He asked me many times over the weeks. But I think I was just too ashamed to go. But finally I went, and my life completely changed. I walk into this house, and I immediately felt God. I didn't hear an audible voice, but totally heard him speak to my heart and say, you are home, and you don't have to hurt anymore. I cannot describe the relief of the pain and the hopelessness of my situation. I immediately connected to this place. There were people there like me, just a bunch of people with a lot of the same background, hurting and searching for hope. I spent a lot of that night just weeping, but I felt so much relief. I was home. I didn't know it at the time, but I found my church home. I didn't know it because I didn't know that a group of people coming together outside the traditional church could be a church. After that night, I never looked back. All my addictions and my destructive lifestyle was gone and behind me. It was truly a miracle. Immediately, I knew what my purpose in life was, and I started reaching all kinds of people. And of course, I was drawn to the people who were just like me, people who didn't connect to the traditional church. I also met my wife there, which was extremely special to get to go through all of this together and, of course, grow together. A few years later, my wife and I started our own ministry. And over 20 years later, we are still meeting with this group in the same home. They are truly my spiritual family. They're truly my church. But it would take many years to be okay with them being my church family because of guilt. Where was this guilt coming from? Our culture? From myself? I think the answer is obvious. Especially in Dallas, it truly feels like there's a church on every corner. We're in the Bible Belt. Today, we can hardly imagine a local church not having their own building. Growing up, I never heard once from anyone that there was an alternative to traditional church. I simply thought, as many of us do, that to be a Christian, you had to go to a traditional church on a Sunday. To back this up, after 20 years of ministering to non-Christians, they think the same thing. It always comes up in conversation when ministering to people. Most believe that's the next step to following Jesus. But the point is, when they think of church, they mostly think the way I did about church. Why is this? I believe it's just simply because of our strong and dominant Christian culture that we live in in America. It's a powerful cultural belief that conditions us to believe that church can't happen in any other way. For probably the first 10 years of me following Christ, I still believed this way. I tried church after church. I would end up even being on leadership teams at churches as the volunteer outreach director. But I would sit in church and simply felt like I wasn't supposed to be there. I'd feel so much guilt about this. 
Why couldn't I be normal? Honestly, what confused me the most, and this is telling, is that when I would read the Bible about the life of Jesus in the early church, I would get more confused. To me, what I was reading in the Bible just didn't seem to match up with my church experience. I realized that you're not going to find this dominant traditional church model in the Bible, but instead it was created over time through our culture. I also learned for the first 300 years of Christianity, house churches were the norm, and realizing that was a huge deal to me. Again, hear me say, if you feel like what you read in the Bible does match up with your church experience, then I think that's great. Remember, it's just a matter of preference, but most importantly, calling. When I read the Bible, I longed to jump in the Bible and follow Jesus. I longed to be a disciple of Christ in the first century. I longed to be a part of those difficult but beautiful times of the early church. But that wasn't my reality, and I had to figure out what that looked like for me. I desperately and passionately wanted to be a part of the mission of God, to love and reach all people. But I didn't always feel like that was the message of the church. I would sit in church and grieve about the people who weren't in church. I would grieve about the people that I'd passed by on the streets who didn't look like me, and they would never be in my church. I would grieve because it didn't feel like we were making that a priority to reach them. Obviously, some churches do, but others don't. It really wasn't until I started studying about Christianity and churches around the world and started to realize that church in other countries, especially in persecuted ones, can look much different. I learned that millions of people all over the world meet in house churches or different forms of churches, either because of need, preference, or persecution. I read every missionary book I could find. I studied the history of the church. I studied the history of missions. I started following a ministry called Voice of the Martyrs, which helps and supports the persecuted church. My eyes were opened. I finally realized that church didn't always look like it does today. And there were followers of Jesus doing church and spreading his mission in different ways all over the world. These different ways left me exploding with excitement. I started to finally become at peace with myself on the issue of church. With all that said, it was never easy. It still isn't easy. I still at times feel like people look at me like an alien for not attending a traditional church. At times, I feel extremely isolated. But I would never change anything because my heart is to love and reach people outside of the traditional church walls. And my heart is to encourage and inspire traditional churches to reach beyond their walls. And this is really what my story and this podcast is all about. And that is what we'll be discussing in the upcoming episodes. Thank you for listening to my story. I hope that it encourages many of you. And my prayer is that as you listen to more episodes, that you will most importantly be inspired to love and reach all people. If you have any questions or comments, you can contact us through our website at lovingallpeoples.com. Thanks for the listen, everyone. This is the Loving All Peoples podcast.